Welcome to the Fustel Fit Podcast with your host, Nicola Fustel. Straight talking, body positive coach and personal trainer. Nicola brings you your weekly guide to finding real health and fitness and to live the life you deserve. Hello, everybody. So today is Thursday the 23rd of March and this morning I recorded a voice note on the way to the gym. Uh, My phone is filled with memory at the moment, well filled with things taking up the memory so there's no memory and therefore I wasn't able to finish it and what I was going to do was record on the way to the gym and record afterwards and see if there was a difference in my mood because I woke up this morning being an early class as well, 7 o'clock I woke up at six and I felt tired. I felt like I was hungover even though I had no alcohol. I had a bit of a restless night's sleep. I was crying lots over the loss of my friend. And my body just said, I don't want to get up right now, let alone exercise. But you know, as a teacher, I don't get the choice of intuitive exercise. I can't say I don't feel like it today and just cancel the class. I have people waiting for me and at such last minute and early in the morning, if I don't feel like it, I can't just get cover and you can't preempt how you're going to feel tomorrow, so you just have to go with the flow. During the class though, I became an instructor and it wasn't about me anymore, it was about them. I realised why I love teaching and it's not because I burn calories, it's not because I'm keeping my weight down or I'm trying to change my body. I am there for them because I'm a carer. I am one of those people who wants to change the world one person at a time, as cheesy as that sounds, because I'm fully aware that one exercise class could be a life-changing moment for someone. You don't know why people are there. Some people are there to burn calories and, you know, burn off food that they ate or whatever. Some people are disordered, but some people are there for their mental health. Some people are there because they need to get out of the house and they need to be with other people. Some people are there because they really enjoy it, because it's fun, it wakes them up, makes them feel energetic for the rest of the day. And so I left my low energy and sad mood outside the door and I performed as teacher. And I actually left that class feeling really awake and energetic. I do get it though, I understand why many people don't like exercise, especially after having a bad relationship with it like during an eating disorder or an exercise addiction. I can totally understand not liking the weights room or the cardio room as both can be boring, slave driving, calorie burning or anger and rage burning devices. But both allow you to think at every minute or every rep, why am I doing this? But you know what, in a class, you get to have fun, you get to be entertained, you get energy, joy, and you don't think in class, you can lose yourself. That's why I love it. And even as an instructor, I can lose myself. I'm not me in there. I just, the performance side of me takes over and I just love it. I become confident. I am the person who I always want to be. And I love the energy that I get back from the people in the class. So anyway, I've always been into self-development and listening to lots of business podcasts and business gurus the latest lady 
I saw a YouTube video of, she did a TED talk, her name was Mel Robbins, and she talks about the five second rule. As in, if you don't act in five seconds, you won't act at all. Because we never feel like taking action. We never feel like making that call, going for that run, putting out those leaflets. But if you don't listen to how you feel, and you get up and you do it in five seconds, you feel great afterwards, and you didn't procrastinate. So I know many of my friends in the body positive community will have a hard time with this because they say, if you don't feel like running, then don't run. But I think I have challenged my opinion and I've not ran many, many times due to this internal argument. Why am I wanting to run? And it stopped me from running regularly for about a year. Because running is one of those things, one of those workouts that is purely me I'm not teaching and I can listen to my body. I cannot go if I don't feel like it and I can go slow, walk or sprint if I feel like it. I'll do what I feel like so long as I'm running alone and they've got nobody as a competition for me. I'm not running in a race. I'm just running alone and just listening to how I feel because I actually enjoy running. And I actually do love exercise. I question my intentions a lot, like last week at MoveFit, I was there as a speaker, I shared my speech about my journey to body positivity and I hosted the stage for other speakers, so I wasn't there as a fitness instructor and there were many classes going on around me. After day one, I missed the exercise and I wanted to be doing it with the others. I questioned my intentions, is it because I've had a rest day and I haven't had two rest days in a row for nine months, I can't handle having two rest days? Or is it because I feel like a kid at a party and everyone else is enjoying themselves and I'm standing at the side watching? I feel like I'm missing out. So the end of day two, I did one short class and I tried a bit of the parkour, which I loved. And I actually feel like parkour could be my new movement exercise. So long as my knees can handle it. It feels amazing just to move your body and use all the tools that are around you in everyday life. Like imagine walking down the streets. If you're going to be late for something, you can just jump over the barriers. You can jump over chairs. You can just go straight for whatever it is you want. You don't have to walk around. You don't have to be late. You can just use the world around you. It's like being a kid again. And many people I've heard on podcasts talk about exercising intuitively and go back to something that you enjoyed as a kid and I was one of those kids I couldn't not jump over stuff I'd have to climb on things go under things go over things just constantly using my environment just to play and it was never exercise it was just fun things that weren't even apparatus things that were just bars like bike things that hold your bikes up you know the things in the shopping center that close off the aisles I used to have to jump over those or balance on things so I think I'm really going to enjoy doing parkour and I'm I have a session this Friday so let's see how that goes working with my coach Sarah Vance I discovered that my inner mean girl had been giving me some pressure about self-defense I feel like I'm in the stage of discovery I'm past recovery and I'm wondering what exercises I really enjoy as I mentioned already I love teaching 
but that's not my exercise. I'm there as a teacher and I love teaching people. It just so happens I get a workout as well in some of those classes. So what do I really enjoy? What exercise do I want to do if I wasn't teaching for my own body? And I think parkour will be one of them. But self-defence, going back to self-defence, I thought that would be great. It's not about what you look like. It's not about your size or shape. It's about your skill. And because I'm already a black belt and I've been going for many, many years, I didn't have to go back as a beginner. And people questioned me on that. Do I have struggle being a beginner? But no, I don't. I'm going to be a beginner at parkour. I'm going to start from beginner level and see where I get to, see if I enjoy it. That's fine. What I love about self-defence is that I'm not a beginner and I can go in at a good level and challenge my skills. And self-defence can be really empowering. And I think more women should do self-defence. Um, I don't really think people should do self-defence for fitness. If you want to get fit, you should get fit outside of it. You should get fit in the gym or get fit for self-defence. You should be able to move your body, have flexibility, have strength, have balance. I mean, you will learn these things at self-defence. But it's it's good if you can just go there to learn your skill. And that's what I'm there for. I'm not there to have a workout. In fact, Sundays are my day off. And if I am knackered, then I will have to miss self-defence. And have a rest. Because again, it's my workout. It's not me teaching. Which is one of the reasons I can't go there and teach the kids anymore. So a final note on intuitive exercise. How do you feel about intuitive exercise? Do you listen to your body? Do you go to a class because you enjoy it? Or are you exercising to prove something? To boost your ego? Are you lifting certain weights because it looks good in the gym? Because you're a woman, you can lift more than the men. Are you choosing a particular exercise because it will do something to your body rather than a functionality of your body? So are you building a certain muscle group for aesthetics? Or are you building a certain muscle group because it's weak and you need the functionality of stabilising your knee, for example, working your glute meats? That kind of thing. So there's a lot going on inside the mind when you're trying to be an intuitive exerciser. But definitely, as a teacher, I don't think you get that luxury. You're going to be exercising more than you probably want to. But then at the same time, I think I fell off track, actually. Because what I wanted to say is the big conflict of the five-second rule. Procrastinating over exercise. And just getting up and doing it. And I think if you are left to your feelings every day, you're left to feel tired, feel can't be asked, feel lazy, feel it's raining outside, I don't want to get out there. I think you'll never do it. So I don't think we should always listen to our feelings when it comes to exercise. And I don't see the harm in having competition, having goals going for something like a marathon or a triathlon or a weightlifting competition, something that's physically challenging. 
I don't see the harm in that, unless you're going to get disordered with it. I think it is good to have goals. And I do remember a friend of mine saying to me a couple of years ago, this year, Nicola, maybe your goal should be to have no goals. And in a way, I've done that with my body, with fitness, for the past year that I've been working on becoming body positive. But then I had new goals, and the goals were to start living my life. The goals were discover new things about myself, try new things, and stop being disordered, get over my anxieties with food, start learning to love my body or accept my body and stop beating myself up over things, stop being hard on myself and starting to love myself and take care of myself. And I've managed to do all of those things. But it has been a long time. And I still have further to go because it's been a longer time that my brain was disordered. It's been a longer time that if anything happens to me, I take it out on myself or my body. And so, as I mentioned at the beginning, my friend died yesterday. And instead of feeling those feelings, I mean, I thought I was feeling them because I cried an awful lot in the last day well two days because I saw him the day before he died and I cried the day I saw him and then I cried the day after when I found out he died so I had those feelings but because I was busy I had to cry a little bit suppress it go teach a class happy face <laughs> come back cry a little bit suppress it go teach a PT client and it just went on and on like that so I felt like I never really just stopped and just felt And then I started feeling bad about my body. I started pinching my fat, having a distorted body image, looking in the mirror and thinking, I'm humongous. When I know two days ago, I did not feel like that. I didn't even look like that. How could my body have changed in two days? I was questioning, what did I eat? What did I do? How many calories have I eaten? For a split second, that old thought came up. Should I write it down? Should I... Should I write down a food diary of what I ate today? It's crazy. It was obviously such a big emotion, being sad, that my coping mechanism was still there. My co coping mechanism to protect me from feeling sad, from having emotion, is to take it out on myself and think that there's something wrong with my body. Because the old me, feeling bad about my body image, would say, right, I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to restrict my food. I'd start planning uh, a diet that I would be doing the next day, going shopping, making sure I've got all the food. I, my mind would be filled. I'd be busy. I wouldn't be sad anymore. But this time, things are different. This time, I'm going to take a deep breath. Let it go. Love myself. Because it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to start thinking about life and death. <laughs>
I think that was a scary one too. Something that I'd always been worried about as a child. One of my earliest obsessions actually was death. It scared the crap out of me as a child. So much so I was obsessed with ghosts. I had nightmares all the time. So that's another story. But I think when somebody dies, you always reflect. It always makes you think about life and death. So this time, I'm going to feel those emotions. I'm going to give myself the space to be human. Not try to get over things quickly. Not try to pull myself together. Not try to put on a brave face. Not take it out of my body. Because my body's amazing. And even this morning I felt tired. And I went into my teacher mode and I taught that class. I am grateful that my body did that for me. I am grateful that my body is fit and well and I was able to do that. I'm grateful for my health and that I am alive. And so I want to start living in the now. And if the now means I'm sad and emotional, so be it. And when I'm not sad and emotional and I'm full of energy like I normally am, I'm going to enjoy that too. And rather than have this conflict of, am I being body positive or am I pushing fitness? I don't have to go anybody else's way. There is no one way or another way. This is my life. And so this is my way. I've decided right now. I am body positive. I care and I love and I look after my body. I don't care what it looks like because the person I am underneath is way more important than what my body looks like. And I'm very aware that the media and my environment and upbringing and everything else played a part in making me not like my body for many years. But it was all outside influence. It didn't come from within. And so therefore I can change that. And there's no need to be like that anymore. There's no need to feel like that anymore. And I am a fitness professional and I do love fitness. I love exercise. And I honestly don't think I'm addicted to exercise. Maybe I struggle with rest days because I'm not used to them. And obviously I'm used to having the endorphins of exercise on a regular basis. So I would have a slightly different mood if I don't exercise. I'll be itching for the next workout. And I'm sure many of you can understand that. But I'm not going to miss out on a family occasion and go exercise. It's not ruining my life, exercising. (laughs) If I'm tired and it's not a class that I'm teaching, then I won't go. Like I won't run or I won't go and lift weights. So whether I am completely free of exercise addiction or not, right now it doesn't really matter because I've moved on so far that those things aren't happening anymore. You know, I don't have to exercise seven days a week and I don't have to, if I do have a rest day, make up for it the next day and do more classes. So wherever I am right now, 
is exactly where I need to be. And I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I think it is healthy to have fitness competition. I think it is healthy to wake up in the morning and do the five second rule. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie here and procrastinate. Or, and I want to say the words be lazy. And I know some people will think, well, why is it lazy to have a rest? It's not lazy to have a rest, but if you're going to always lie there and press the snooze button, forget working out, you're going to be pressing the snooze button on your work too. Because I could procrastinate easily about going and putting my leaflets out. Because running your own business, you have to be your own boss. You have to kick your own ass out of bed. You have to kick your own ass to say five seconds. Right, in five seconds I'm going to get up and I'm going to go out and put those leaflets out. Or as a house... Um, look, as... <laughs> What's the, what's the word? Looking after your house, housewife, as um, someone looking after your house. There's crap on the floor. Five seconds, pick it up. If we procrastinate about that, I think it just leads to everything in your life. So yes, I totally get, I totally get it. If you're listening to your body and you're tired and you want to have a rest or you want to lie in, if you don't have work to go to and it's a Sunday or whatever and you are able to, go for it. Put on Netflix, lie there all day if you want to. I actually, I mean, very occasionally I do that now and I never could do that before if I get the opportunity. But I I just love being outside. So I want to get up and I want to live my life. You know, some people... don't get to anymore so if you're here get out of bed and go do something go and live your life breathe the fresh air get out in the sunshine get out in the rain it doesn't make it a bad day if it's raining The rain feels awesome on your skin. It's all about how you see the world. On that note, I'm out. I have a couple of podcasts coming up with some great guests. So I was just inspired today to do a solo one. So here you go. And uh, look forward to my next one with Rachel Foy. We're going to talk about food and nutrition and uh, all things eating. So do come back for that one. Have an amazing day, guys. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave Nicola a review on iTunes. You can also check out the show notes and get other free content on her website, fustalfit.co.uk. If you'd like to contact Nicola, email nicola at fustalfit.co.uk.